See, that was terrible. I'm sorry to the. Uh, I'm sorry to the podcast listeners. That was an accident. Apologies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who put this here? Oh my gosh. All right, here we go. This is it. This is it. We're doing it. We're actually doing it. I'll close the whole thing here. Create the illusion. Here we go. Uh, good evening. Welcome back. Sorry for the delay. My name is Jay Ryan. You're here for the Late Night Playset. Thanks for being here. It's our second to last show before the holidays. The beard has grown out almost as much as it's going to be. We'll see where it gets to on Thursday. Uh, I personally can't wait for a haircut because I just had to do the, when you're in grade school and it's photo day, you go to the, the restroom and wet your hands and kind of mat it all down. I just did that because it's very wispy. <laughs> welcome, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Um, last week on the show, Nicole got a haircut live. Maybe we'll work that in for me at some point. I don't know. But hers was great. So go watch that show if you haven't yet. Because uh, we got to talk to Will uh, the whole time, too, which was a blast. He's hilarious. Tonight, though, tonight, though, this is the show that you're watching tonight, though. Uh, we've got a great guest. Sergeant Charles Woody Woodruff, retired, that's right. But also, he is the CEO, and uh, I think he's the board director as well of uh, uh, Accelerate, Accelerate.org. So we're going to be talking to him about uh, the charity, what it does, what the foundation is all about, what the organization is all about. And, uh, and how uh, the Autoimmunity Foundation can be um, helpful in the future and vice versa, how we'll be working together in the future. So uh, all of that and more, the good stuff here. Look who's with us with her short haircut. That looks crazy. It's the first time seeing it in the set. You look fantastic. Thanks. <laughs> also, we've got the, oh, we don't have the Instagram. That went down. But all the way out there in Canada, wow, you look great, buddy. Looks like you're really working on your space and everything. It's Canadian Mike. Host of the Letterman podcast it's, as well. It's You're, great to be here, and the beard is coming in very well. I can't wait to see the final product. Yeah, two more days. Two more days. That'll be the magic amount of growth. Um, although, you know how beards go. It is kind of funny because sometimes it doesn't grow for a week, and then overnight it seems like it goes about a half inch. So you could be right. Uh, I'm looking more at your Letterman podcast set that you have built in your studio there. Not only does it look great, it looks like it's uh, a little more, a little advanced. Have you been working on it or something's different? Your lighting's uh, it's, better? It's, something's it's different. It's coming along. It's coming along. We put the, uh, the Late Night Bumpers book up because uh, we love Mark Carson and, and whatnot. But yeah, no, it's a bit of a different angle. Uh, we're, just, we're just tweaking some things here until we build the window case. That's all right, the window case, exactly. Uh, all right, well, more to come on that. Uh, more to come with Sergeant. I'm going to say that every time because I, I, <laughs> I love to recognize the law enforcement with Sergeant, retired, but Sergeant uh, uh, Charles Woody Woodruff is going to be in here in just a few minutes. More to come right after this. Will, kick us off. Back in two and two.
this towards you. And, uh, oh, and I'll, I'll set up, we're not quite to you yet, but I'll set up uh, some other stuff for you as well. In the meantime, in the meantime, <laughs> producer Mike, say hello to Nicole while I tell everyone that it is, it is Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. Uh, take it away, Mike. Nicole, Bam. you look oh, fantastic. Oh, that's Will. Oh, no, that's not. I, tell you, I, the I told Woody, nothing me. has worked today. Nothing. The front door buzzer didn't work. The elevator didn't work. Like, literally nothing has worked today. The email I tried to send them on Friday apparently didn't go through. Nothing has worked. So just know that we're, here you go. There you go. This is, you the best, the... this is the best way to work, though. Full dream. It's the best. If everything was perfect, it would just be boring, right? <laughs> here we go. There's your money. The other it's the second darkest here. day of the year, but Nicole... You yes. have lit up our lives with that haircut right now. Really? Oh, it looks so good. Thank you. I'm like I said I'm before, not it sure looks like buddy. Could... I remember every time I see in the mirror. It's silly. Is it trippy? Yeah. I think <laughs> it is. Now I think everything's working. Now you have an understanding. Now you can see yourself. <laughs> you see the red lights. Uh, the rest is pretty self-explanatory. So cool. Okay. <laughs> Everybody, this is Woody. We're going to be talking to Woody in just a second. Uh, did we have a crazy weekend? I can't remember what the heck even happened this weekend. No, I think it was okay. Everything I think was fine. it was okay. Nice, good vibes. Sunday in Malibu. Yeah. I think that was it. Uh, thanks to everybody who joined us in Malibu. Sorry to Reggie Watts who drove around the parking lot and didn't find, <laughs> didn't find where we were and ended up driving back to Silver Lake before I saw his text. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we'll make up for it this week. Uh, we have found a new place that we absolutely love over there in Malibu at uh, the Point, I guess it's Point Doom Shopping Center. Could it be that simple? But it's uh, Le Café de la Plage and, uh, and Lily's over there. A couple great restaurants and a nice Ooh, little nice. chill spot. It's a great spot. Yes. And it's kind of not, it's a place that can't become a scene because there just isn't room for it. Yeah. <laughs> so it just will never become a scene, you know. Uh, and I guess that's that. Okay, so business. Got to do the business real quick. And then we are going to be talking about, well, Accelerate the Charity. We're going to be talking about your former law enforcement. How many years? 27 full-time, and then I had three years as a reserve. So almost 30 years. Yeah, 30 years. <laughs> that's amazing. It's amazing because uh, well, we'll get into it. In that line of work, a lot of it, sometimes a long life is not necessarily – it can be dangerous work. Oh, yeah, definitely. The, the job itself is dangerous. And then, then people don't stay in it that long. And then the medical and all the other stuff that can happen later and all the stress. So, But we've definitely changed a lot over the years, being able to manage that. Oh, I look forward to hearing about that. Yeah. Figure out how the law enforcement is managing all that stress. <laughs> I wouldn't want that job. Um, kudos to you and everybody who does it. Uh, check out our friend Adam Ferrar, who also supports law enforcement and firefighters nonstop in his shows. Uh, having played, what was he, a captain on Rescue Me? Played a firefighter? He was the captain of the station, right? I think. I believe. I didn't watch that show. Sorry. <laughs> More of a Nurse Jackie fan? <laughs> Top Gear. Top Gear. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go to uh, adamferrar.com and check his dates. He is out there playing this holiday break uh, before he comes back here to be in studio with us in the new year. Uh, also, we recorded an episode of his podcast uh, a couple weeks ago that will be out soon that I'm looking forward to because I don't remember a damn thing that we talked about. <laughs> what Same. else is new? 
when you never shut the hell up, how could you remember it all? <laughs> Uh, our friend Byron Bowers is all over the place, but especially this week on the Smoking Tire podcast. Please watch it. I love both of those guys. Uh, Byron Bowers is just one of our greatest friends. He's an awesome human being. Check out his special on Hulu right now entitled entitled Byron Bowers. The underline is spiritual and word. I'm pretty sure you can just type in spiritual and it'll fill in the rest. Um, it's an incredible show. It's a, it's a wonderful storytelling it's an experience i don't know how to describe yeah. it it's not just a stand-up it's special it's not jokey like it's meeting him and knowing him it's it all is there yeah and there's some pretty prolific stuff too when it comes to uh how to live your life better and uh he's just a good guy so check that out on the smoking tire magnus walker's urban outlaw 10 exhibit is going on at the peterson now through january 31st uh in fact there's something going on with avance opportunity to bring up this the new avance just came out avance is doing an event with magnus on january 7th if you are an avance member you are invited to this uh and you can get your tickets online um this is the type of magazine you get when you subscribe to avance it's really really beautiful plentiful high quality good stuff i obviously didn't read it that quickly <laughs> if you can kudos to you but um i think it's a uh, Something going on at the Peterson. It's Magnus has given a, a private tour of his of his exhibit, which is cool. Uh, and then I think they're doing a drive up someplace as well after that. Cool. Which would be pretty neat to do an Urban Outlaw drive. A lot of people saw the video of Magnus and his friends. We were lucky enough to be included in that, driving his 10 cars to the Peterson. They just put a film out last week uh, that I think uh, people want to do that sort of thing. So now there's like the Magnus Walker Drive everyone get to do the same right. thing we did they'll be there in their own cars of course but still kind of neat to have that experience yeah. oh you got to be in the drive yeah we drove the blue was it, 993 was that over the bridge to the mm -hmm. uh yeah, yeah we I saw did, that went over the bridge a few times back and forth there was a lot to that that video made it look easy and while <laughs> it did come together exactly how he said it did it there was a couple moments <laughs> that are not included in there Woo! thank goodness there was a bus Sandra Bullock was driving it, I swear to God. She was not going to slow down for us. Uh, oh, speaking of which, look at that. That's what I was just talking about. There you go. So here are the details on that. Magnus Walker, 10 years of Urban Outlaw at the Peterson, now open. Okay, well, I told you about that already. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Rehearsal? Sure, we should start that in 2023. <laughs> definitely, definitely. It's on the list. Go through some of these things first. Here uh, is your, uh, you know what that is. Uh, but it's from um, Chill. I'll put it on the wall. It's from Chill. New new company, C-H-Y-L-L. -L. Used to be Bronto in the old days, the delivery place. Cool. Found them through Kevin, your old friend or someone you used to know, the radio guy. He was going to help us with uh, something on the show, and then he moved to, like, Texas or something. Yes. <laughs> Kevin Chris, Couch. Kirsten, Kristen's friend. Kevin Couch? Yeah. Okay. None of that was necessary for anyone else, but we did it. We did it. <laughs> That's what it. you do when you have a husband and wife <laughs> podcast. All right, so uh, that's what's going on. Hello, Deli, your only source for officially licensed Late Show with David Letterman merchandise. That's right. That's right. You can still get it. The good stuff uh, is only available at Hello, Deli. Remember Rupert G in the Hello, Deli? Did mm. you ever watch Letterman? Yes. He was the guy who owned the deli outside. Uh -huh. And he still to this day uh, makes the stuff uh, licensed by through Dave. And uh, he sponsors the Letterman podcast, which is our guy over there. And he sends us... Uh, all the Letterman swag we could possibly want, and it's fun. It'll be fun. It's neat that it's still going on when you know this is. Do you know that these, you're in? I heard rumors. Yeah, 
All right. Is, so this, this is real. Yeah. The microphone, the desk, the chairs. Wow. So, cool. so, so the Hello Deli makes more sense now. Also, also, and this is where it gets good. This is our favorite. Um, they say all which separates men and boys is the coverage for their toys. What types of toys are we talking about today? Anything you want to insure. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Best answer ever, because it's all encompassing. Well done. Uh, in this case, usually uh, collector cars we talk about on this show, but whatever you happen to have, your home, your business, you got heavy equipment, you got yourself a jet ski, snowblower, whatever you want to insure, uh, check out Ch- uh, St. Clair Insurance. Licensed in most states, Jeff St. Clair Shop's top provider, so you get the best coverage for your toys. Simply go to www. <laughs> get, get the computer out of the closet, right? Um, this is how old we are. This is how old we are. You got to dial up, get on the internet. Honey, get off the phone. I got to get online. Uh, go to www.coverageforyourtoys.com. Coverageforyourtoys.com. Coverageforyourtoys.com. Also, while you're there on the internet, I'd like to remind you that this episode is brought to you in part by Series 1 Films. Series 1 Films is your complete resource to develop your brand identity and marketing using video ads and SEO to help your automotive business reach more customers. While you're online, send Series 1 Films a message today to find out more at www.series1films.com. Series1films.com. Series1films.com. That's our buddy Taylor. And tell Taylor that Nicole says hello because sometimes with the MS. I cannot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But she's a good sport about it. Uh, That's it. I think that's all the business, right? Canadian Mike, do you have anything else? Did I skip anything? I got nothing. We're good. You're the best. Uh, oh, you know what? No. Well, we should plug you. We should plug you. What uh, about the Letterman All podcast right. this week? Uh, who is your guest and what's going on? Uh, the Letterman podcast this week had a had a, a really, really cool guest in Will Lee, who was the bass player and uh, performer for Dave for over over 30 years. He uh, It was a delightful conversation that's leading to other delightful conversations with other people, but uh, there's a lot of buzz about this one. This one here in particular, people are very, very much enjoying I very much appreciate that, but I feel like we talked about this one last week. Who's on the show? <laughs> Who's on the show this week? Is, or is, oh, it, this is Friday. it a I'm holiday sorry. break? The, well, no, we have uh, a gal by the name of Marilyn Sargent is going to be on the show. She is a uh, a longtime um, enthusiast of David Letterman. For for sixteen years, she sent a poem in at Christmas time to the Late Show called "Twas the Night at the Late Show." And um, on the very last Christmas late show um, that they're doing a lot of uh, hubbub and, 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 uh, and retrospect about right now, Darlene Love's last appearance on, on the late show, um, right. Dave actually read that poem in the Q&A before the show. And we have oh. the audio of that, uh, which is going to be included in Marilyn's uh, show here, Worldwide Pants and Don Giller have given us permission to add that to the podcast. So it's a very special Letterman podcast this week. Wow, that's very cool, man. Very cool. Yeah. So for any Letterman fan, this is a special one, that type of thing. Very much so. Yeah. Very cool. I guess any Letterman fan should be watching the Letterman podcast <laughs> anyway. I guess that's a given. But specifically, on a very special Letterman podcast. Very special. <laughs> if you like Letterman and you like Christmas, you'll like this episode. Yeah, I like both of those I things. I like that. Right yeah. on. Good on you. And uh, if I'm not, let's see, it would have been, uh, that last Darlene Love spectacular performance was amazing, but it would have been, uh, was that Christmas 2014, I guess, because he retired in 15. Or was that, was that, that's right, right? Would have that's to. right. <laughs> it's science. <laughs> <laughs> Woody, while you're here, we're going to unpack some mail just because I, 
I let the envelopes come out. Uh, excited about this for the mini BMW uh, uh, of Richfield, my home dealership, and the 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 Danbury Chive uh, uh, dealership where he works. Uh, these will go on the mini. Very cool. New Danbury Chive stickers. Anybody need some of these? I know we need to put some new ones on because they have peeled off. And then this is cool. Ridgefield, the Ridgefield Collection. Oh, they put these on their cars now. From the Ridgefield Collection. We'll have to we'll have to do that as well. <laughs> anyway, thank you, brother. Thank you for the plate brackets. That'll be cool on the mini. BMW makes mini, lest there be any confusion. Good <laughs> <laughs> reminder. Oh man. All right, Woody. Thanks for tolerating all of that, man. I feel like good. I should do some sort of really amazing introduction, but uh, I just met you the other day. We thought we would end up putting this together in 2023. Met through Victor at ID Agency. Uh, huge shout out to them. Thanks for the mini tires as well. Speaking of the mini through Bridgestone. Um, met you in a parking lot at the Cars and Coffee at the auto show. And um, anybody I've met through Victor has been pretty awesome, to be honest. But like... You just had a killer energy. We just kind of eh, had a quick vibe real quick, and uh, we wanted to do something. Had no idea it would be this quick, but you are in charge of Accelerate, which you're going to tell us about. And yes. Whatever, yes. Else, whatever else you want to talk about. Yeah, we met just before the chaos happened, and we had 50 kids show up all at the same time at the LA Auto Show. You try- did? Yes. Oh. And trying to get 50 between the ages of 8 to 14 around the LA Auto Show. That's a feat in itself right there, but yes. How um, many were you guys? How many of us were helping out? Yeah, um, that's a lot of kids. I think we ended up having about seven or eight adults total. So we we learned. We were really quick. <laughs> we separated. We got smaller groups. <laughs> we figured out. You, you have to go be quick when it comes to the education side of it. But your, uh, your organization is not new, right? So you actually are sort of used to this. Was it just going to the auto show in that type of environment that was new? Yeah. That Everybody was the, scatter. Yes, that was the new piece that okay. we added. Uh, it's been building up uh, what we call our experiences. So going back, like you said, our, our uh, program started about three years ago. And we started the, the day we got everything together um, and ready to go and open up was the same week everything closed for the pandemic. Oh, no. Yeah. So uh, it actually helped us because it gave us that opportunity to really build the program. So we had all that downtime watching oh. Netflix and all the other things we were doing. But we were able to get on our Zoom meetings and be able to talk to each other and build kind of the foundation part of the program. You knew you what you wanted to do. You knew you wanted to attack this issue, this problem, yes, whatever. Yes, yes. So it was just that you were able to hone it over that dark period of space. Right. Well, I came to it with experience. So I, I, my law enforcement experience is from Ventura County. How many years? 27 years. <laughs> almost, almost 30, 30. years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, almost 30 years. Born and raised in Ventura County. So that's where I, that's where I was from. Um, and we started, or I started a program 10 years prior to that, similar to this. And that's where I got the, the the biggest part of it and built that program up, but knew that I wanted to come and bring it to L.A. So we ended um, up starting a new program with LAPD. So wow. that's where three years ago is when we started that part. But same type of program, just smaller market. Basically, you did, you're doing the same thing, larger? The education and automotive, same, but we definitely wanted to make it bigger because we knew L.A. was the place. I mean, anything you do with cars, you do it in L.A. Yeah. So... And that was one of my first phone calls coming to L.A. was to Victor. And 
I just remember that he just right off the bat said, "Oh, you're gonna be in LA. You want to start this? Let's do this." Wow. And he's been so we, we he's a, he's a co-founder of the program. Oh wow! Uh, with Derek Boykins from LAPD, so we were the masterminds that put it all together and really got it going. Um, during that three years, I got to retire, so I got to retire this year. So now I, I got a different role. So so wait, you were still in service while this yes. was conceived, yes. and then. That's a really big feat, man. You're, this is all very impressive. Yes. It, I, some people ask me, how did you do it? I, I can't tell you. <laughs> I don't know how we did it, but it got done. And I think the biggest part is when you see the look on the kid's face, you see the, the results, it just causes you to say, okay, let's do this all over again. Oh, that's let's, the truth. Let's, let's keep doing it. The nature of giving type of thing. Is right. The, yeah. Right. And so we knew when we started the Accelerate program here in, in L.A., that's when everything just started really opening up with sponsors, partners, you know, networks. And then we had the, the, the youth, the, the kids. And that's where we opened up, which was different from my other program. We opened up 14 to 24 year olds. So we're broadening the kids that are in high school and don't know kind of where they want to go or what they want to do. And then the kids that got out of high school and didn't know what they wanted to do. And now they're kind of in that position where they're not getting the jobs they want. And, winging it didn't work kind of right thing. Yeah, okay. right yeah and That's for familiar. us in law enforcement and um uh, military veterans there's a bunch of us that are car people we like to fix up cars we like to you know do all the cool stuff to them we wanted to mix that together because i saw i was a basketball coach in my early years in, in my career and i saw how how of great the- of the police uh, uh, no, it was it was at a high school oh i see. so i was just doing that i did that for about two years and i'm like coaching the kids and they're not talking to me and i'm just like is this kid even listening and it wasn't until two or three years later i see the kid come back from college he's visiting and he comes up to me and shakes my hand and says hey i just want to thank you for everything you did and it's like so I, it landed i didn't even know you were listening so that's when it started really <sighs> clicking that these kids are they're sponges and, well, and we're up. always broadcasting. Yes. And we're, we're, they're taking it all in and learning from us as law enforcement mentors or as a basketball coach. Um, so that's when we kind of really decided, hey, let's mix automotive, you know, with coaching and yes. put that together and make that something so the kids can actually learn from. That's where the first program started. That's when we knew we could do even more coming to L.A., so. so it's literally been your experience that has driven this because just doing what you've done through life, just kind of, you know, whatever the pad, the, the lily pads of life sort of has, uh, you've, you've just been maybe observing and aware of the issues along the way where you said, I can do more, I can do more. Yes. I mean, uh, when you really go into the, the deep part of the law enforcement, just the law enforcement side of it, uh, I think one of the biggest things that officers have is that frustration that you can't do something. You go to a call. You can't help that kid. You can't get that kid out of that problem because of a legal problem. Legal, legal. Is, yeah, it's just not all the way to the point where you can take them. But you can see the kids struggling or you see the kids at the park or you see the kids getting in trouble. And you know if they had the right mentor, if they were shown the right way, they'd go the right way. And that's where the program actually even helps the officers because it gives us an opportunity to actually work have a result yes we we're, we're in a little bit of control which police officers are control freaks i don't think people really <laughs> well, I, I don't think people really realize how not black and white anything in the world is let alone something in 
a law enforcement profession, even though you guys are technically black and whites. Right. Like, I don't, it, I don't think anybody really realizes. Like, there is no fucking black and white. I mean, no. shy of somebody just coming up and shooting somebody in the face or something, like, okay, well, he did that. Everything else is kind of like, well, we don't know. We don't right. know. Yes. I can't imagine how frustrating that must be when you've got, like, you know, we all kind of, in, forgive me for, I, I have so many questions, but if you'll indulge me just for a moment. We, we all have kind of that intuition in us, and whether you choose to follow it or not, you know, that's all your own personal choice. But a, a lot of the people I've talked to in law enforcement, it's like a wicked strong spidey sense. And oftentimes the bureaucracy of the job forces them to go against their spidey sense because they have to follow the, the law, um, at least they're supposed to um and to me that was like a wow what a fucking mind fuck because you can't do the job you're out there claiming to do like you can't really there isn't it's a lose-lose but but it goes back to being a sport in that and that's why law enforcement has so many kind of sports uh connected pieces people the officers they're very smart sports minded. obviously there's a good side but but there's it's 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 that same thing where the where you're on a team and you have a play to run and you have to run that play in a certain way and there's limits and there's out of bounds and there's so you have to play within those rules yeah so that's the part yeah it does get frustrating at times but that also becomes kind of the fun part of the job is you have to learn how to play within these how rules. to figure out how yes. to get the result yes cool mm-hmm. and things change laws change all of the time know, case laws all these different things and that's the f- fun part of the job where you get to pivot and get to do things differently uh and at times you're solving a problem effectively and then all of a sudden a law changes and now you can't use that anymore Right. So that's what ends up becoming. Take that tool away. Right. <sighs> or sometimes Life's we get some fair. added. We don't get too many added. <laughs> Every once in a while we do. That would help you, you mean? That would... Right. That would actually help. I just were, I wish it weren't so sided. I wish the whole, I mean, I hate to make your segment about this, but I wish, <laughs> I wish it weren't so sided. I wish it weren't so, uh, whatever. Luckily, <laughs> things have kind of calmed down in that regard. So I guess I'm referring to more like a couple of years ago, but it was crazy there for a little bit. I never really understood it. I understood why you would be upset, but I don't think you can brandish everyone in a certain career as that type of person. <laughs> doesn't make sense to me. Oh, yeah. that's Those were like many, many talks, you know, between the officers and you have to like talk, talk to each other. But it's therapy. Re- like therapy. Therapize, yeah. But what actually helps out better is when you talk to other people on the outside. And my last two or three years, I felt like I had more support from the public than I had before. Really? You know, people, I'd walk into Starbucks and next you know, they're like, hey, someone bought your coffee and someone bought your lunch. And you retired kind of in the time that I'm talking about where I was thinking it was worse. So maybe my perception's off. No, I, it's, it's, it was worse, I guess, <laughs> media side. Oh, uh, in, I see. In, in the media. It was but perfect. what I'm saying is I, I felt more... That people were more afraid, like, "Hey, don't leave. We don't want you. We don't want you to quit. We don't want you to leave. Yeah. We're really behind you guys." So I really felt a bigger push for people being in more support. Just you didn't see that in the media. You Thanks for don't. indulging me on on some of that. I guess these are issues <laughs> that have been on my mind for like a couple of years, and I haven't had anybody to talk to about them on the air. So you took it. Way to take that hit, sir. All right, um, fifty dollars yeah, for real <laughs> for that therapy. Um, <laughs> So, well, anyway, you're way qualified 
to see and then uh, to see issues and problems uh, based on your history, and then h- how how does it implement itself? How do you decide what to do, where, and like how does it work? Are we still talking law enforcement? No, no, oh, no. Accelerate, really. I mean, you, I feel like you you are doing something that is equally as good, but now more hands on and. Like you said, you can you can gain results now. Right. That's again, that's that control part. But at least we have the ability to bring that student or that that young gentleman in or, or lady, which we have a lot of a lot of females and ladies like to come in and beat out the guys. Right. Um, they come in and now they have that opportunity. It's a safe place, first of all. But now we're going to get them in front of uh, people to learn and learn the industry, learn a career. Um, and what we really promote is the career automotive industry is so huge. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a, a tree we've developed that just shows all the different branches of everything you can do. It's not just wrenching and changing oil. It's just so oh. many different things you can do. So we want them to come in if they want to be a photographer, journalist, you yeah. know, they want to have a, a, a car show podcast, you know, anything they want to do. So you're kind of changing the car, sti- the stigma attached to right. C- cars maybe at that age where they don't really realize right. how and much can be involved. So if they don't realize it, at least when they come in, they start seeing like, oh, wow, there's a opportunity, an opportunity for me to do something I really do like, and it's car related. And then they get to slide into those positions. That's interesting. You don't yeah. have to just be an auto shop to be a car, yeah, mm-hmm. driver, so photographer. When we can bring in, you know, Victor to come in and talk to him about marketing and automotive. I mean, he, uh, Victor knows, Vic, Victor knows everybody. That, that's somebody who, you're right though. That's a and good example. You can't teach that in school. But also he combined c- cars and business. Yes. I mean, like that's yes. cars and marketing. Ugh. Love one, hate the other, but he's <laughs> so good at it, you know, yes. and you need to have both. Just, mm-hmm. I'm terrible at marketing. Can you can you believe it? <laughs> so all right. So you have all these different cooks who would all be great running something on their own, but you're all on the same team running this thing. Yeah. So in the in the, our accelerate program, what we try to do is again we have police officers and we also have military veterans, and we're running kind of the 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 business as you say, and the outside of it, we're getting all the partners and network. Our instructors. That's those are our you know our main people. And we've brought in uh, instructors from uh, local um, colleges, Cyprus hmm. uh, College down south. We have uh, Russ and Dave, which they actually reached out to us. We were on a KTLA special. They saw it. They reached out. We, we, we got tons of people actually reaching out to us on that special. That's awesome. And they came out and said, hey, we were, we're teachers. We actually want to do something with you guys. So we reached out to them, and now they've become our instructor uh, committee. Um, and then we're That's also awesome. – yeah, and then we're also reaching out to our fleet mechanics that are working in LAPD. So they're working. Every station has its own auto shop and has its own fleet of mechanics. Seriously? That work on the cars in every station. Never really thought about it, but I guess yes. that makes sense. They have to have their own motor pool to keep everything in. So we're reaching to them and saying, hey, do you want to help us out and become our instructors? Oh, wow. And what's really cool about that piece is a lot of times it feels like the police officers were always the ones – in the paper, on the news, you know, handing out stickers and coffee with a cop and all that cool stuff. Now we get to pull out the the kind of the the linemen of the team, and they get to be front and center mm. and actually be a part of helping out the it's community. It's really cool to see all that goes into things. Mm-hmm. And I've seen more of that, and it sounds like that's what you're doing by exposing different angles of what's happening. Yep. Share the spotlight. Yep. 
bringing bringing them in and letting them have their moment. But let, but for us, it's helping us out so much because now these kids are getting top notch instruction mm-hmm. and real life instruction as far as this is what really happens in the shop. So yeah, it's not just like you watch on TV right. where they build a car in thirty minutes, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes, yes. No, this is going to take six months if we're lucky. Wow. So with with that as as we. Um, Started the program, and again, as we came out of the pandemic, we had our first class at the Peterson Museum. And these kids didn't even know. Like, we're, we're in the vault. We're downstairs. We're next to these just crazy cars. They didn't realize F1 how lucky they were, you mean? Car. Yeah, and okay. they're just kind of sitting there looking around with their headphones in. <laughs> oh, listening to the guided yeah. tour? No, no, just, just listening. No, they're just listening to music. You know, they're just... Oh, not uh, even and, taking it. And I'm like, do you know where you're at? <laughs> you're, this... For the car world, this is the the, the top, you know. Uh, but we ended up doing a, a summertime class with them and it worked out really well. Kids really enjoyed it. But we brought kids from South L.A., Watts, and it was awesome talking to them. And some of them were already involved in some programs we're starting to work with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're going to Alabama to, to universities when they graduate. Uh, so they have a really good push for them to, to do something outside of just you know graduating high school and seeing what happens kind mm-hmm. of deal. So that was really great for that that first class, but we were still in that pandemic area where we were off and on a little. We mm-hmm. were back to you couldn't couldn't go to the museum again. Uh so we came into uh what would that be 21 and we were able to do one more class at the Peterson during the summer, which actually worked out pretty well. Brought in the same kind of organizations, brought those kids in. But in then, the vault again? Same yeah. Okay. Actually, this would have been 22, the summer of 22. And then we just had our second class of uh, an organization down WLCAC. And it's a large location in Watts. And we were, they have kids that come there every day. And we we're actually able to do classes with them. Wow. So that actually worked. And those were the kids we brought to the Aliado show. Wow. That's awesome. Yes. So the the kids, they'd all crashed at the same time. (laughs) So so we were able to bring those out, and then every kid got to ride in an electric car at the Eliano show, which was really cool. Um, But during these two years, another thing that we started coming up with was what we're calling is the experience. And that's where we're working with Formula Drift. Um, And we're bringing youth. we, We usually do about 50 at a time bringing them out to the track and they get to go out to do a behind the scenes tour Mm. of formula drift. They get to meet drivers. They get to meet the, you know, the main people of formula drift. And that's actually morphed into something really awesome where the last three or four we've done, the kids actually did track walks. So they get to walk around when, when the cars aren't, aren't going. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Parents want to buy off on it. (laughs) That's a weird life. Excuse me, Jay. Yeah. Uh, there's two things. Number one, uh, one take. Matthew wants to make sure he says hi to Charles. The other thing is we've got some questions about people already asking about how they can access the program already. If there's a way that we can talk about how people can get involved, uh, there's already questions about that. www. <laughs> www.accelerate. So it's A-C-C-E-L-E-R. Like your shirt there. Yeah, just like the shirt. Accelerateeducation.org. And that, that'll get you into uh, portals where you can actually sign up and, and give messages. Or you can just go to Accelerate LA, our um, Instagram. Oh. And you can DM us. That works out really well. 
<laughs> we're, we're, usually, we're caught up. We're, we're, we're in there, yeah. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, our, our face gram's working good. Your face gram. <laughs> Are you the one who has to do it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, geez. Good on you. One of 16 jobs. I have a hard time with it. <laughs> yes. It gets... <laughs> I've gotten pretty good, but that's where I rely on these 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 students. You know, we reach out yeah. to them, and you start talking to the they'll put the, you on TikTok, the youngsters. <laughs> and next, you know, they're like, "No, no, you do this, and you record your voice here. You do, oh, okay, way easier." As I take my glasses off, <laughs> I know they they somehow can whip out a whole thing together in what appears to be one step, and yes. I'm I'm like, oh, it's six stages, and I don't have time for three right. of them. And but that's where we're like really seeing. That divide in the education of automotive, the social is, media. Well, the social media, but just the way our next generation—they're tech savvy. And <coughs> excuse me. Bless you. <laughs> excuse me. Sorry, I wasn't sure what to do. I had a panic moment there. Um, but yeah, they, they they are tech savvy. Where anyone else? Oh, no. Everyone's good. <laughs> just good. me. Okay. <laughs> but we we can't like. They're looking at us, and they're looking at the older teachers. And, and I've seen this happen before where we had a teacher, a 30-year experienced teacher. Oh. And they come in, they want to talk about a distributor and the timing light. And the student's just looking at him like, what? A timing light. Yeah. And Good luck explaining a timing light <laughs> and the strobe of it all and everything. So. Uh, I, it, she's like, a timing light? Can't even imagine. So that's what they're I, – I saw that divide, like – I don't. I don't think that's what they want to learn right now. And and you know the the teachers sending them out like oh. I want but you this guys is to... what I know how to teach. Yeah, and they're like, I want you to change the water pump on this car. And so the kid comes back a little while later and goes, Oh, I got to take off the entire front end of the car. And this thing. he's like, What? No, you don't. You don't have to do that. How'd you? Where'd you hear this from? He's like, Oh, I saw it here on Google. Uh, you know, I, I, I YouTube did, and, and it's right and that's here. That's the way the other guy did. And it. the guy's like, What is that YouTube thing? God. And he goes over there and he looks at it and he's like. Yeah, we got to take off the front end. <laughs> oh. oh, and it was right. The yeah, YouTube it was right. right. Yes. Oh. <laughs> that's hilarious. But that's where we're shifting our our education is to teach the kids the most up to date and get them into the best jobs that they can get into leaving us. You got me thinking about the timing light. I bet it's just an iPhone <laughs> app now because it's a camera and a light. I bet it just it can record and I bet it just is this and then you just turn left or right based on what it says. <laughs> They probably do have that. <laughs> Good Lord. But now again. it's just a, a laptop, plug in, we'll do this, this, and this. There it goes. It's working, you know? I don't know anybody from my generation who's driven anything not fuel-injected. I mean, other than my classic car friends, obviously. Mm -hmm. But it's not like a regular thing. Right. People pump the gas pedal. What would you do that for? <laughs> and then What's that... a choke? <laughs> <laughs> and then now we're actually you know, moving into electric cars. So, of course, then people want to tell us, well, electric cars, you know. Like they're all gonna have to be fixed. So see, that's what I said. But you know what? When Leno was sitting here, right where you are, he said there is no maintenance. He's like, it's. I said, well, what about? Uh, he goes, it's wiper blades and tires. And I was like, what do you mean? I go, what about? And I, as I, as he said it, I was like realizing how right he was. And I was like, well, what about like brakes? And he's like, you really don't need brake pads. It's almost all regen. And I was like, fuck, he's right. And I was literally, and I go, oh, well, then it's just fluids. Washer fluid? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. There's no oil. There's no coolant. There's no... But the scarier part is the electronics. I'm out. Yes. Ones and zeros, I'm yes. out. Yes, and that's you where You can these... hack my car, I'm out. But that's where this generation, they're, they're right in on that. They're like, How do you, you feel give that about to me. it? 
I don't care about this generation. What do you think? Um, like I said, I'm excited for it. I kind of felt that way with law enforcement, that it was changing. It was the changing of the guard, and I was kind of, okay, well, we'll let the youngsters do this. Let them have it. They, they know what they need to do, and I'll move out. But now I'm seeing that with automotive. Do you mean that in a physicality sort of sense or in the in weaponry? Like how do you – in what sense do you mean that? When we talk about the rules of the, of the game, that the rules changed. Sliding scale. And it's a whole new learning system, a whole new way to – a whole new offense was being put in. Oh, wow. And it's kind of like a situation if you – I relate it to those teams where they talk about it's a rebuilding year. Well, we're going through the rebuilding years of law wow. enforcement. That's interesting because about three or four years ago, I told her driving around, I go, "Does it? Is it just me or does it feel like the wild, wild west? Because I feel like all the rules that used to apply don't seem to anymore. Yep. And I was like, let's not tell too many people that because I think I might be right. <laughs> and then if that gets out, like it's mass chaos. Um, I'm, I'm, it's interesting to hear you say it too, though, from a different perspective. I mean, when I talk about I'm talking like even deeper into, you know, what the DAs and, and what the cases are and what the laws are, you oh, know, yeah. all those kind of things, all all, like, all that part moved and changed and shifted. And then as well as... I think it's still moving and shifting. Yes. Yeah. It hasn't settled. It hasn't stopped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Agree. And that's the rebuilding year. And that's why I just kind of said, hey, you know what? The young, young generation, they're going to fix this. They're going to figure it out. I keep saying young, but I, I retired at 50, but... You don't seem. Fi- I was a moment ago. I was going to say you don't seem young enough to have worked, even that been your entire career and still retired after thirty years. You don't seem. You f- right. I feel. You feel younger than me. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. No, we 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 were just able to uh, retire at a certain system that we could retire at fifty. I could have done another three more years and done my full thirty. It wasn't judgment. It meant I meant about your your physical appearance. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You you don't look right. old enough to right. have. Is all I meant. Thank I'm not. You. I'm Thank sure you. whatever Thank it is worked out for you. I'm not trying to get involved in that. <laughs> None of my business. <laughs> um, but so accelerate. So what programs? I mean, the auto show was amazing for these kids to to come to accelerate. Um, education dot org. Is that what you said it was? Accelerate. Yeah, accelerate education dot org. Yeah, uh, is is how people can find out more. But um, like the partnerships that you guys are involved in. I mean. This is already bigger than I think people might realize. Yes, I mean we're we're learning. You, you just talked about that marketing piece. You know, we're we're learning that portion of it, that part of it. Uh, luckily, we have a, an awesome person on our team with Victor, and you know who teaches us lefts, rights, go here, go there. You know, let's do these things. Uh, so I felt like we've been very effective in at least building what we've done. We feel like this year, twenty two, was our first full year out of pandemic. Uh, we got the two classes under our belt. 23 our goal is to do four six-week classes and we're going to move that throughout throughout la uh the other key during pandemic that we kind of really saw and how we did it with uh, the peterson was mobile that was something we just kind of kind of dawned on us this is really cool we're here at someone else's shop because one of the biggest problems we have is how do we get the kids from the south to get to the valley if we only have a shop in the valley so we decided Let's move it and make it mobile. So that's where we built our truck. Let's and hear it. Our truck is fully outfitted with all our equipment, so it's our classroom. Does it have a name? Uh, we call it the Beast. The Beast. Uh, I actually brought some cool little gifts for you guys. What do we got here? Oh, Lane pins? Customs. Oh, yes. the pins are going on the wall here yes. for sure. Oh, these Lean Customs yeah. are amazing. 
And then we actually even had. Wow, you did build a beast. What is this? It's a, the 450? Uh, 250. 250. It looks we got big. Air fresheners and stickers for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> pins, pins, air fresheners, and stickers. Yes. Um, it's very cool. Yeah, so the F250 with the utility bed all in the back. Um, and from there, we ended up outfitting it with our uh, snap on tools, uh, working with other companies, building other parts into it. So now we can show up just kind of similar to the Formula Drift team show up, park a car next to it, throw up a canopy, put a car on jacks. So that's it. You snow. show up like a race team. Yep. That must be even cooler for the kids. Yes. IG's yes. down, Dave. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Working on it. <laughs> Just letting you know. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> He's the best. He's up there in Canada making sure the wheels stay on the train. Is that where he is? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was here. Oh, are you joking Somewhere with me? Because I keep calling him Canadian Mike. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with this thing, but I don't want to use your time for it. Um, there are some comments, though, so let's see if any of these are for you. Uh, Irene Hoffman says, present. Hi, Irene. Hello, Irene. Can't wait to say goodnight to her. Or is that goodnight, Eileen? No, come on, Eileen. Yeah. Come on, Eileen. Sorry. Uh, happening haircut, Nicole. Thank you. Uh, love the haircut, Nicole, says MB67. Champagne Womb says, oof, IG is rough right now, but here we all are. But yeah, I know. Sorry about that. I can't, uh, couldn't tell you why. <laughs> Hello, everyone, says Rob Cates. Hello, Rob Cates. Hi, Rob. Let's see. Welcome. All right, we got a bunch of people here. Okay, well, maybe we have the same people commenting a lot. Let's see. Hi, Rob. Couldn't chat. <laughs> Maybe none of these are for you. Hang on. I thought some of this would be for you. I'm sorry. Mm. Wait, this is my DM. How can we find out more about the program? All right. Well, we told you that, but I'll say it again just in case. Accelerate8education.org, right? Yeah, accelerateeducation.org. And the eight is a number eight. Yes. <laughs> which, which our Canada Michael did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we love accessibility. All right. Let's see. Now, this may be the return of Instagram. Let's see. I don't think there were many people anyway. We're shifting. We're in the middle of shifting. This is. We're doing another simulcast, everybody, if you didn't know. We're on the Facebook and the <laughs> YouTube and the Instagram. It's You're on the Facegram. Yeah. All over the joint. <laughs> you name it. But this is the same thing. Like, in my day, it was like, well, you made a show, and it went on a channel, and... You were done until the next show right. to go on that channel. Nowadays, it's like, well, wait a second. I got to do a show and put it on 15 channels? Nope. You've got to do 15 <laughs> different shows. And I was like, wait, what? Because they don't – I don't know if you know this, but Facebook doesn't want the crap you put on Instagram, and YouTube doesn't want the crap you put on Facebook and whatever. They, like, cross each other's algorithms, and they're like, oh. no, you can't do that. We don't want that. Uh. So we're fighting the system, and we're just throwing it up everywhere. That's where we need some, some techies to come in. Uh the kids yes the kids although <laughs> i love your eyes working it's great the, the kids will put us on tiktok i realize i said that before but didn't we did they, did they just ban tiktok today with we might ban tiktok in this country so oh, did they? i i heard i don't uh, know. I, I know i haven't looked it up yet but i heard that congress passed i'll stop playing with that crinkle <laughs> thank you for the gift this is awesome this is awesome i had one for up there in Canada, too. Oh, yeah. He loves collectibles. Canada <laughs> oh. loves collectibles. We got limited edition <laughs> pins coming your way. 
It's true. I do love collectibles, and I appreciate all of them. Thank you very much, Sergeant. Welcome, welcome. Re retired, but still, I say Sergeant because respect. Yeah, I'm, you know. I'm trying to wing that off. Are you? <laughs> it was written on the bio that I received from no, you. No, I know. No, I'm trying to. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> this is amazing. You're awesome. Uh, I will make sure he gets these as well. Let's see. What haven't we talked about? How do you feel about electric cars? You've been a car guy your whole life, right? I'm definitely, you know, open to it. I'm, I'm liking it. I've driven a few. Um, I just, I have that apprehension. I, I what was it called? The, the battery fear or whatever it's called. The battery fear. Oh, you're uh, right. Range anxiety. Range anxiety. <laughs> yes. Ah, battery fear. <laughs> right on. So I, you know, I definitely have that. Where you, maybe if I had one and I actually. Did it for a while, I'd feel more comfortable. Like anything else, you get over the fear. Right. Uh, or it makes it worse because it it's genuine pain in the ass. Because then you have that anxiety and then you get to the station and, oh, this one's broken. Or yes. 10 people are using it. Or there's a line. And you're chasing it around. Every, people I've talked to have not had a problem that I that I know of. Really? Yeah. They, they, seem, they seem like everything's been pretty good. I've heard people go all the way to Phoenix. Who are you talking here. to? Uh some some police officers that is that what it is yeah, yeah. personal cars mm -hmm. all right as long as it's personal experience because like the personal people I've talked to like Matt Farah and stuff who've you know tried it in press cars and such or Johnny Lieberman has it's hit and miss depending on what you get and where they are now it's getting better of course because it's new right. infrastructure like you were saying before we're in that growth period <laughs> what'd you call we're it in that rebuilding year yeah rebuilding year yeah we're, in the we're definitely in the years. rebuilding years <laughs> on that one. Uh, but I just don't know how I feel about it as a thing. Is it really, like, I'm a zoom out kind of guy. So no matter what somebody's hardcore telling me, I'm like, well, there's obviously another side. Remember that black and white, there is no. Right. So, like, whatever they tell me about, oh, but fossil fuels, bleh, and I'm like, okay, I'm not like some fossil fuel hardcore, like, no, burn oil, yeah, oh, yeah, got the thing with the black smoke coming out. The, I'm not that guy. Yeah, that's, that's this guy. Yeah, as we have an F-250. <laughs> but I'm not convinced that electric is actually a lesser footprint. It's apparently not right now when it comes to, like, you know, all it takes to get the car to the road and whatever and then you have to actually have it driving on the road for five or six years if it's going to actually make the imprint and a lot of people aren't doing that etc 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 so i i don't i don't know where we actually stand on it i don't know if there is an answer but that's really my hold up of anything i actually get invested in like i don't want to get invested in it if it's going to be if it's going to go away again i remember my, my when i was a kid who killed the electric car remember that right I drove the EV1. The who, who, it was made by Saturn, but it was GM's EV1. It was the first like mass-produced electric what, car. What year had this been? Ninety. This was '96 for me. My dad had just died. Yeah. Might have been early '97, <laughs> late '96, early '97. <laughs> Believe me, it's a timestamp in my life. <laughs> but it was the only time I worked at Saturn, and so they sent me down to Saturn training for uh, in Spring Hill, Tennessee. But we drove this thing around the racetrack, and while it was dopey and weird, there was a very interesting future there that we all were like. Yes, this. And then it went away completely to the point where there's like 40 left, one being in the Peterson. They sunk them all in the ocean or something. Like they <laughs> chopped them up. They're done. I'm, I don't think that'll happen to that level again, but maybe it will. I don't know. But, but that's where when everybody's not on the same page and pushing it and keeping going, all of a sudden the, the 40 die off. 
So that's the is, so the thing is, I should get on board and then well, go hardcore and then keep because <laughs> then it won't go away. No, no, no it's just it's going to be an option out there. Uh, okay, as far as it's going to be one of those levels. I, that's what I see kind of transpiring to. That's interesting. I can't, I can't see that. That'll it always be both. Whoa, that's a weird. I don't know why I didn't consider that. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I mean, answer. we still got hydrogen coming in into the. I was the mix. into that one too, but they and, were like, and nitrogen. Oh, now nitrogen. Well, there's nitrogen too. There's wow. all sorts of them. So the hydrogen's the one that all it, it just runs on water, right? Basically, you put like some right distilled water in I, your thing, and it runs I, for like a million miles. <laughs> I have these same conversations with my my dad. My dad's like. He doesn't want nothing. He just wants to drive his car, get out of here with all that stuff. I still like a manual yeah. transmission. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and I started talking to him about electric cars, and he's just get out of here kind of deal. But I just laugh because I, I feel like what did they do back when that, that guy showed up in the first gas engine? When they everybody had horses. People. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's like, look what I'm going to do. And they're like, get out of here. Yeah, giddy up, motherfucker. It's not going <laughs> to work. <laughs> they're like, man, that, Ed is like losing it. Yeah. He's, he's got to go. Rode in on his iron horse. <laughs> and now it's like we all have two or three, you know? So it's like. Yeah, you're right. I, think I bet the television was pretty crazy at one point. It's it's that re, it's that rebuilding year. Re-use, here's here's re-use. the only reason I don't think it's the same. Because it's another version of the same thing. If somebody came out with an electric, a, a gas-powered horse, like that would be here, the automobile was better than the horse. It gener- it mm-hmm. was like cross the board. Unless you liked riding a horse, it was better. I'm not convinced that's the case with electric yet. Like I think this is just another way to do a car. And like, well, all right, well, we've been doing that for years until somebody actually comes out with a better car. Remember, we were supposed to have flying cars by year 2000. <laughs> now that's the worst idea in the world. I hope that never happens. But we're actually closer to that than a lot of the other things. Yes, but it's it's crazy how cars drive themselves. I know the the same friend that has a Tesla has a video showing how they walked out of a restaurant and they just hit send or or some and the car, the car backs and up and parks right in front of the place and. Oh my god, that's just crazy. But it's crazy. that's where all the technology is being pushed into those things. So that's where I see the difference, you know, as far as how cool and how good it is. But then I hear those battery problems and you know some other issues, the charging, you know, things like that. So I'm like, I'm not all the way on the team yet. And then I go full fear on like, <laughs> oh, but it's just a computer, so it's hackable. So like, what about when somebody goes, all right, well, all the red ones smash into the blue ones, and you know, like, all right, everybody, magnet mode, clunk. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, it's all you, you'd one be system. a good police officer. You'd be a great. You're always thinking of the. Well, I don't know if I would be. Hey, you. You're gonna break the. I mean, from the Minority Report, right? The guy who does it in the future. I know what you're gonna be up to in three years from now. I can see it in your eyes. I'm sorry. It's the holidays, and it's been a bit of a disaster day. I don't know that you've gotten the best of us, but. <laughs> How do you feel about well, this? We're experience? winding this year down. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're closing everything up today, folks. <laughs> I remember when 2020, this is going to be the year. <laughs> I don't Man, feel like we've recovered. We started so strong. <laughs> it was the year. <laughs> and then March, everything closed. I just don't feel like we've recovered. That rebuilding year, we're still in it. Yes. It's year three of the rebuilding year for us. You know, remote working, like all these different things. We're some of the companies we work with. You know, they have people that are still working from home. Mm-hmm. Really? Like, yeah. It's like, wow. That's. I thought we were all back. I thought so and, too. Yeah. No, they had a lot of. I've heard home. that weird half and half thing mm-hmm. too. Like some people don't know. 
Well, I know Tesla doesn't want to go back to work, and Elon Musk wants them to. Speaking of electric cars. <laughs> Not Tesla. W- Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Sorry. Oh, Good. A, the oh, big tease. <laughs> Elon Musk and the big tease. It's a different reason for not going to work, though, right? <laughs> I don't know. Does he go into the office? I don't, I don't, Is there no, an no, office? No, no, it's not that. I, I thought there was he. There was some issue where he was saying either come in or yeah, I think yeah, it is. Yeah, or be gone. Right. So. So I think he thinks it's over, like you do. <laughs> uh. Is it over? <laughs> Canada, Mike. You have been uh, somewhat silent this evening, but I have a feeling that this is the type of guest that you would ring out on the HeCast podcast um, because of simply someone who is this good. You tend to... Uh... Anyway, do you have anything for uh, our friend Woody here? Well, you're certainly right about that. I mean, um, you know, uh, uh, I host a men's mental wellness podcast, Charles, that... Uh, or Woody, I guess I should say, um, Either that uh, we, we've had quite a few law enforcement, uh, um, you know, professionals in, in all different aspects on. And we talk about all, all sorts of things like PTSD and all of that kind of stuff. And I, I look at you and I think that you're you seem to be a guy who's kind of the bridge. You've got the stigma and the stereotype of the past. And you've got you see the problems that are out there and all that kind of stuff. And you and you're actively looking for a solution. I absolutely love that. This was inspired uh, by seeing, uh, you know, opportunity to help young people be better and look for better things and 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 expand their minds. Um, what a thing that you're doing here! What have been some of the highlights that you have seen uh, when it comes to success cases or or or, or uh, you know uh, aspects of that inspiration that have flowered into something that has just uh, stoked your fire for this? Oh well, Damn, definitely. Th- thanks for thanks for all the good comments. I didn't know where you were going to go th- with that at the beginning. There, <laughs> you're kind of like a. Um, but no, I think <laughs> with our our my my other program that I had, and with total now almost 13 years of doing the program, I mean, I just have all kinds of different memories of students that came in. Uh, we had one student came in, loved the program. He was the hardest working, but he had uh, two older brothers. They actually were in jail at the time, and he was just like, "I do not want to go that direction," and oh. to the point where we actually did a jail tour, and he didn't want to go because he knew his, his one of his brothers was in there. So he ended up being the top kid, and now he's working at one of the dealerships uh, back in uh, Ventura County. It's kind of a scared straight program, right? And he's like, "Been there, got it." I well, got that well, lesson. We, yeah, <laughs> we didn't. We don't do it the as as rough. We just it's more of a tour. Yeah, uh, but well, we don't lock to, them into sales. No, but stuff. to imply this, you don't want to be here, right, right kids? Right. Don't make bad choices, that kind of thing. And he didn't want to see his I feel brother. like he already got that lesson. Yeah. And then there was other examples. You know, a student came in. He came in with uh, a problem with graffiti and, you know, graffiti Spelling. walls and, you know, other people's property, <laughs> defacing other people's property. Oh, and ended up getting, I think it was like a $20,000 uh, fee that he owed the city oh, for it. Fine. Fine. And what kind of cop are you, he, <laughs> sir? Well, you well, owe me. I, it's it's different with the city than than the other one, but <laughs> sorry. But <laughs> um, he ended up coming to our class. Was awesome student. Ended up going to college, and so at the end at our graduation, they ended up wiping that entire fee or fine uh, away <laughs> away. Wow! And to see the parents back there crying 
because you know they saw their son actually. Oh, they probably expunged the, the record right. and whatever. Well, um, it was the city side of it. It was just that fine that they were really worried. Other thing because oh, he was I get younger. it. It wasn't a. I see. I see. I get it. It, it, yeah. it wasn't a criminal endeavor. It was a. But you have to. Right. Because of all you. the stuff we had to fix, we had to clean all these other areas <laughs> up. We're going to charge you, the family, for his mistakes. Fair. And he ended up doing the work in our class to a point where he actually went to college. And so they expunged all of that. That's beautiful. And so the stories like that, that just like it just keeps happening. And with us here in L.A., you know, we've had a couple. We had one student from the Peterson class who's now owns his own detailing company, Diego's Detailing. So if you need your car detailed in the valley. No way. uh, Yeah. So he started his own company out there and he's out there every day. We have him come out and do our truck every once in a while. Yes, the beast. Where did um, this get the name, the Beast? I think I think it's a it's it's a cop thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is it really a cop? Thing? The, the big trucks called the Beast. Yeah, the, you, oh, always, I don't know if you I always kind of go that direction. I don't know if I knew um, that. That's very. If cool. somebody out there has a better name, no, I love it. I just happen to see. No, 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 no like a, like a different name. But I happened to see a movie last night that I hadn't seen before, and there was a truck in it like this and they called it the beast. And so when I asked you if it had a name in my mind, I was like, I wonder if it's got a name like the beast. And it, it <laughs> sure did. <laughs> See, so we, we kind of went to the, yeah. we kind of went to the easy, but like I said, if maybe somebody had a, Oh, but I had never heard it before. Oh, oh, I thought it was. Uh, oh, okay. I thought no. it was unique. I thought this was one hell of a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> That's how dumb I am. <laughs> I had no idea that cops named truck. It's the beast. But, but going back to the mental health part. Yeah. Uh, it's, coincidence that uh, in our program so working with the city of la uh, we're working in a special unit city or the lapd csp program which is a community-based program so officers are are actually um, assigned certain neighborhoods and they work those places they go to the rec center and they hang out with the kids so we're going and looking for kids to join the program we're going to those officers Mm. and they're saying hey get this kid this kid that's where we found diego was one of the officers new to, to bring them in. But within the organization they have with all the other nonprofits they work with, they have actually mental health too. So we're actually able to bring kids in. Maybe it's a situation where the student themselves are having problems. Getting or, the youth helpful with their mental health. Yes. That's beautiful. And as well as That's families. We yeah. So sometimes the the scenario is kid comes into the to talk to us or talk to whatever part or group they're talking to. And we think it's them that have the only problem. We'll come to find out it's the entire family, you know, father's laid off. Mother might have some mental issues that she's it's not. It's usually with. so much. Right. Tip of the iceberg. So with LA, they're able to actually go to them and actually get them all services. Wow. And actually that's now, ca- that's awesome. Now the family, the, the entire family stabilizes. It's huge. Yes. Changes lives. Yes. So it's kind of, it's really exciting to be our program, but then to be involved in all of that so that we're getting those results. You, That's um, huge. You mentioned the LAPD involvement. Have you done anything with the sheriff's department? And I'm asking for a reason and I don't, there's no wrong answer. No, 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 not, <laughs> okay. not yet. It's just, uh, we just really worked with LAPD um, as far as, cause we have an officer who's actually on LAPD. Sure. I come from law enforcement, so it's just a perfect match. Sure. Uh, and then that's just a huge monster in itself to work with uh as far as just just so much so many different areas that we can cover I for think sure 22 different divisions um but we are looking to talk with la kelly county sheriffs the only reason i was asking was they have a program called la what is it 
Sheriff Department, LASD mm -hmm. uh, Motorsports. Yes. And you're yes. familiar with yes. that where they go to the, re you mentioned hanging out with the kids at the rec centers and everything. It sort of sounded familiar with that. They'll hang out with the kids there and then take them to the racetrack and, you know, let them fool around and fart around in a place where you can. Right. Um, that sounded like it would be a, a good pool of talent for your for your program. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. We and we've talked to them. We we've had discussions about how we could work together on on different aspects of it. One of the big aspects is like the whole street racing, street takeovers, taking that down and pushing them cool. to go out to Irwindale and, yeah. and be able to do it out there. You want? We're not going to stop it. But we just want you to go to a place where you can do it as safe as possible. It doesn't make sense to do it on the street. It's dumb. No. It's really dumb. There's so many more ways to have fun. But it goes all the way back to, you know, street racing was a big thing, 40s and 50s. And, Don't say you know. that. My grandfather never did that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't amount of Mulholland racers and all right. that shit. It's been right. around a long time. It's not but, our new problem. But then they closed all the tracks. So people couldn't even go to those. Yep. Um, so it's just... It, Again, that fun part of always trying to solve problems. Sliding scale. Yes. Everything's in movement at all times. <laughs> it's always going to be there. Even when we're <laughs> we're all gone, it's still going to be in motion, always being fixed. What kind of stuff are you into personally? Like, I feel like I really like you. I'm curious how you spend your time when you're not doing all this stuff. I'm an exciting part of my life because I'm retired, um, which is really cool. But my kids are young, so I have a five-year-old and a nine-year-old. So now all of a sudden, tons of energy. For some of you retired, you have tons of energy. I do. Yes, <laughs> I think so. I, maybe I just see it differently because I'm just like ah when I get home. But oh, I feel like you're glowing with energy right now. No, Mike, I just, do you agree? Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't think you could do what you do without having uh, some sort of sixth gear of energy there that many folks just don't have. And, and I mean, I, I think it just comes again when you see the outcomes and you see the great people you get to work with. It just that that just like drives you and keeps keeps pushing you. Yeah. Um, but for me, with my little ones, they push me. So now all of a sudden, I'm trying to be on a PTA board and I'm going to take over. And I'm <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing all that. <laughs> you don't have time for that. No, I couldn't no. even imagine like another board position. Right. Although but, that's what ends up happening in the in this world is you end up. Oh, you'll be on my board. I'll be on your board. You'll be on, well, I'm mm -hmm. on this board and that board. Yes. Like, I guess it's how it works because then you're all moving together in the same direction, which I guess is the big goal. Right. It, it, it's an awful lot to keep track of. Yes. So, yeah, no no, no PTA, but <laughs> it's it's really cool to be able to take the kids to and from school. And, you know, I'm not worried about as many other things that I used to be worried about. Um, so that so gives you're me not more just time. sitting on the couch watching movies? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. Not with this. Not with this program. Um, we got lots of different things going on all the time. Always trying to, you know, get into new areas, meet new people, uh, trying to figure out how we're gonna pay for the the classes for the next year. You know, mm -hmm. things like that. So, um, definitely plenty to do. How does that all work? Do you do fundraisers? Is there? How does it all work? So we're a nonprofit, and everything we do is foundations, grants, and fundraisers. Right. So that's kind of where we're at. Uh, we're in the books as far as like what, what we're going to do this year for fundraisers. We're thinking something about a car meet, mm -hmm. you know, car get together kind of deal. Let us know how we can help with that. Maybe up at Good Vibes on a Friday if you ever wanted to do something like that. Perfect. Tied in, just let us know. We would be more than happy to help facilitate. That would be awesome. 
and and Victor's um, really good with that stuff too, as you know. Yes, <laughs> he's like really good. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, I want to throw you a party for the February's or you know anniversary of doing the show or whatever. It's just he's so good at thinking of that stuff. He, he's my uh, I don't want to say my sensei, my my. I mean, I've just learned so much from him. Yeah, but he's taken what I've learned and what I've done at just t- totally different levels. But that's where we want to teach the kids to surround yourself with people that are going to push you and take you to those those levels, take you out of your comfort zone and take you into higher places. We do that with every class. Every every class we sit down and we have discussions with the kids and we end up talking to them about different things that you don't think, oh, I thought we were just going to turn wrenches. No, no, we're going to teach you. We're, we're mentoring. We're teaching you the future, you know, and things out there. Someone's trying to break in. Don't mind us. They're having some issues backstage. They're throwing 55-gallon drums. <laughs> I think someone's getting their water bottle delivery next door is what it sounds like. <laughs> um, well, let us know how we can help you in the future because I love what you're doing. I really like you, you, which is perhaps even more important when it comes to doing stuff with people. Um, and um, I, don't be a stranger. Like, Know that we're a resource to you. Um, if there's ever anything we can do, whether it's the show or other stuff, just keep us in mind. Definitely. Know we're, that we're around. So we're, we're learning all this. We're always on the, uh, I don't want to say we're always on the learn, but we're always learning on the how, learn. how to be able to put everything together, bring our networks together and do more with them. That's it. I'm not good at that part. So like, I want to impress Victor by <laughs> at least saying a couple times that we're trying. <laughs> we're trying to put this together. <laughs> And, and and Vinny, <laughs> Vinny Russo. Oh yes. my God, I love yes. Vinny Russo. Love so him. definitely. Um, but we we so I was going back to our. We, we still got a little bit of time. Sure. All right. Uh, I was just going back to the our yearly. You know, I said our grants and everything. But one of our big thing too is sponsors. Oh yeah. So you know we work with Borla Exhaust, Borla Performance. Uh, going back to EVs, they actually have. I don't know if you saw it, but they have a uh, system. Yeah. I've, yeah. I mean, I'm aware of it. Okay. It's awesome. It's it's actually very interesting. We wrote in it. Very interesting. It vibrates everything. Yeah, it's like it's, a THX seat for your for your EV, it, right? I mean, it's very I mean, you, realistic. Very well because there's subwoofers and everything, right? Yes, I mean, it's like yes. rumbles. And it was funny to like pull up next to people, and you almost want to ask, "Hey, do you what do you think? Is this gas or is this electric? What yeah, do you think?" Got the glass gas pack, glass pack. <laughs> yeah. I never was in the old days. Glass pack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then we have uh, Lucas Oil and Slime, which are all there helping us with slime. Our, yeah, Slime products. Oh, I love Lucas Oil. I use their little thing, their little upper engine lubricant all the time in both cars. I have no idea what slime is. So Slime products is the, it's the green slime you put in your tires. Get you clean, won't turn you green. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that from Double Dare. <laughs> no, but it's it started out with uh, bikes. You put it in your, okay. Yeah, it started out with bike tires, and then now they've morphed into huge products all kinds of products they have for your cars instead of air it's a slime that you put in so that yeah it doesn't... so it's a, it's a green you can actually coat your tire with it first so if you do get a puncture it'll automatically seal it oh get out of town it's a it's a it's a, a fix a flat it's a fancy yes. fix a flat yes holy crap right so that's one of the companies we were What's working it called? uh slime sl slime slime products <laughs> out of uh, san luis obispo wow joe bowman but Joe Bowman, right. Joe Bowman, you got, you got, he would you be call a show. up slime and you ask for Joe. <laughs> he would be a show guest that you would <laughs> It'd be two hours. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. He's awesome. Joe Bowman. All right. Uh, do you want to open some of your mail while we're here? I mean, do you mind if I open some of your mail while you're here? No, go ahead. Okay. Well, I was gonna, we usually do this at the end of the show. I'm going to bring Mike back in here too. Cause 
missed him today. We used to, there was a period where we were hanging out all the time on the show, and I feel like it's not lately. Oh, wow. All right. It's a care package from our buddy Gunnar Mensch. Aloha. He's on the big island. Where the wind gusts are 111 miles an hour for the next three days. What the shit is that about? It's a friend of mine moved to the island and just. He's on the big island. 27 degrees, winds 111 miles an hour for the next three days. (laughs) Was that part of the cause of that airplane, uh, the turbulence that threw everybody to the roof? I don't don't know for a fact, but I would have to assume so. Like, you don't hit. I mean. That sounded really. We've been to Hawaii many times and on the windiest day in the biggest storm I don't think it broke that we were never there for a hurricane though I yeah I don't that's just crazy I don't right? think so uh, anyway we got some stuff from Gunnar Mensch here we got some stickers and what looked to be PCA coasters from the uh, what is it it's not the the Big Island region Porsche Club of America Big Island Hawaii yeah Big Island region so thanks Gunnar let's see here <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the worst. Malakalikimaka. Uh, may your Christmas be filled with love and joy. Love, Gunner. 2022. What a guy. And he sent you a uh, calendar. <laughs> Use your words, Jay. It's a calendar. It's a calendar. All 12 months are included. <laughs> Usually they throw in a 13th for free. Uh, not this time. But uh, beautiful shots of the pink pig here, which has uh, visited Breakfast Club. And all, oh, that's nice. The 80 miles an hour. It's got to be Texas or Mont- maybe Montana looks more like. Anyway, good stuff. We love you, Gunner. Thank you very much for the care package. He's a, such a great guy. H- have you met like the most amazing people through this freaking car community? Yeah, I've. I mean, just people. <laughs> no, you know, pe- people. <laughs> no, I mean, it just it just comes at you before you even you know you're not anticipating it. And the next you know, you're meeting Ryan from West Coast Customs, uh, which at the auto show, how things just work out just right. And we showed up. We were actually late, and we showed up, and he just showed up. And then he wanted to meet the kids, so we brought the kids to the back, and he actually signed um, posters. He's down in the basement. They had that whole setup. Yeah, right next to the Galpin uh, location. It's not a basement, but whatever that. It's not where the other thing is. um, But no, the kids were just like jazzed that they got to see him. Uh, over the years, I had one uh, area where I had a gentleman who said he could get us into the Carroll Shelby location in Gardena. And this is before he passed away, about a year before. Yeah. And we're like, no, there's no way. Next thing you know, he's like, come on down. We get there. He drives us into the place. And now we're in the Carroll Shelby, like all his all, Shelby all his American collector, or whatever it was. Yeah, so. down there in, I think it's Gardena. Mm-hmm. And it was the old Michelin plant, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it was just. And we're like, okay, we're not going to see him. And all of a sudden, here he comes. He comes wheeling by in his little three-wheeler. Oh, no way. And he was still alive. Yes. Cool. And we got to talk to him for about 20 minutes. And we're like, oh, my God. You know what we just saw? He was made for that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I bet he loved doing that, talking to those kids and kind of hyping them up. He was just a hype man. you know? Yes. Not just a hype man, but he was a really good hype man. Yep. So, he, like, he I could see him inspiring, lighting the lights. And he was immediately like, hey, we got a, I got a school here. I want you to go here. I want you to do this. And he's like, see you guys later. And he's wheeled off on his cart. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But, no, yeah, it's just so many different people that we've been able to interact with and connect with. Uh, right now we have Eric Kendricks from yeah. the Minnesota Vikings. He comes up to Breakfast Club, too. He's a cool Porsche guy, too. Awesome, dude. I mean, and Awesome, dude. We, we just met him last Super Bowl into the, into the mid-year. Were you at the it, Super Bowl? 
No, no, he was he was here at an event. Oh, I see. And uh, we we met him at the Super Bowl. I was like, <laughs> no, 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 no that's, so that's loud. yeah, that's. <laughs> I was watching it on TV, but we were at an event, actually at Auto Conduct event uh, at down downtown. Those guys are great too. Yes, and ended up all working out that he was looking to join uh, a program because he's really into automotive. And we got, I come around the corner like, hey, you, that's a program we need to go to. So it took us most of the year to kind of put everything together, like what we were going to do and how we were going to do it. So then ended up becoming utilize, summer camp. Yeah. How, how are we going to utilize fit this his in? celebrity into? And we didn't have classes running yet. So we we're trying to vibe everything together. Uh, but we really see 23 once he gets back from football after he wins the Super Bowl. Awesome, right? dude. Right? Right. Put it out there. Yep. The best linebacker. Um, I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> <laughs> I have signed that's footballs a whole, from, 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 from like crit, like Gronk and stuff. Like, hey Jay, thanks. That was fun. Like, because I worked with these people, I have no idea who anybody. Is. But it's it's such a cool thing to see somebody who has that that status, you know, pro football player. But if you really look at everything he's doing, it's what we want to teach the kids. He's using it for good. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's he had to work hard. He had to you know make the grades, and he had to do everything he needed to do to get to that position and get the, get what he wanted. That's what we want to teach the kids. So sometimes you have to take the extra class, or you have to stay over late, and you have to do things. Sacrifice. I love that you're exposing people because yes. that's the thing that no one knows. Mm-hmm. And there's so much show, like Serena. I used to work with Serena Williams. She used to get that question a lot of, like, what do you do? And she's like, no, everyone can run, but you have to train your brain to work. Mm-hmm. Work harder. And, yeah. And you, you see him, like, I, I'll see, you know, you see his videos and stuff. He's he's doing extra trainings, and he's out meeting other people, networking, but he's training with them. So he's learning the game and he's getting it up pieces facets, yeah. to become even better. Yeah. And those are things, again, we want to teach the kids. Like, you know, you got you to gotta always – be working harder than somebody else. It's crazy. So he's going to be a perfect piece to come in, and he's excited. He's a, he's a car guy. You um, should get Kevin Hart, too. I feel like he'd be for that same type of message, all that endless energy and totally inspirational and big-time car head. Yep. We'll see, we'll see how. <sighs> I, I love what you're doing. I, I, anything we can do to help. These are some pictures that uh, showed up the other day at uh, Breakfast Club from uh, Lewis. Uh, Smile No is the Instagram. Oh, geez, nobody can see that. Sorry. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a little better. Um, yeah. There's yellow car on the move. It's a really cool print. There is uh, here's the mini on the move. This was the f- actually the first picture taken in the mini. Are your eyes closed? Yeah, oh, I always drive my <laughs> eyes shut. Yeah, especially on the crest. Especially on the crest. And then this is just a. I thought was oh, just was very cute and pretty, and I thought oh. it was very thoughtful the way he uh, took it and then shared it with us. And it's not a, it's a race truck in the background. It looks like it might be a fire truck. Yeah, I wish it was. It's not like a race truck. It'd be cool if it was Pierce or Sebring or one of those guys. Seagrave. Did you ever, <laughs> you must have had uh, uh, firefighter friends. Yeah. No, we always had our banter. Yeah, right. The back and forth. <laughs> it's actually funny. In my city, uh, we actually. <laughs> He's like friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to high school with one and he became a firefighter. I became a police officer. <laughs> it's like a, it's so... like a gay friend. Like, oh, I went to high school with one. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that was my, like, kind of watching this book. as close as I've up. ever been to a firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> No, we always we always had fun with them, and 
Is it like the Army and the Navy type of thing? Because you're both in this in service to the community, where that's why like there's just like a why wouldn't we be competitive? Because it's fun. Or Pretty is much. it like fuck Pretty those much. guys? Is it really fuck no, those guys? No, no, no. no. <laughs> fuck those guys who are protecting people's lives and property. <laughs> right. They have their plus and minuses, and we have our plus and minuses. But what's funny when you guys together, we all wanted to ask. We wanted to drive the fire truck, and they wanted to you know ride in the police car. So is that was, true? Yeah, it was always like. Like us wanting to work, doing the other person's job, you know, just to kind of see it. Oh, for sure. But then when we stopped, like, oh, you going to fires? We're like, no, we're not going to do That's that. That's hard. Yeah, yeah, we'll stay outside. That's really hard. And do you see the drillings they do to have to to be strong enough to then do that with all that crazy gear, yes. sixty pounds of gear and everything? Yes. I think they're. I think both of those uh, jobs are just above and beyond. I salute everybody who does them, including you, sir. Thanks, sir. Retired. Retired. Basically 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. 30 Pretty much years. 30 years. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for thank sharing you for... Um, both not only the organization, but you and your personality and your energy. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me, us, the program, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's the holidays. We are. Yes. I mean, this is almost it. It's like Thursday, by the way, will be our last show before the holidays, everybody. We, uh, I'll plug it now. Why not? Sure. We're done. Um, we're back on Thursday. We're doing cookies in the kitchen. Uh, um, producer Aria will be cooking cookie, cooking cookies live. That's right. Is that right? Cooking cookies. Baking, baking cookies. cookies. Baking. She bakes <laughs> cookies. That's what you do with cookies. You bake them. She's going to be baking cookies live. And our guest in studio will be Sean Bishop. Although I don't know how much of a guest it'll be. More like it's just going to be hanging out for the holidays. We'll probably just be making fun of her making cookies in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and hanging out with you. And um, uh, we don't drink, but there'll probably be some eggnog and stuff like that. So please come hang with us next Thursday, 5 for uh, the holiday show next week there are no official shows but we will be popping up from time to time speaking of holiday cheer uh and that's what's going on that's what's going on uh you already heard the the letterman podcast this week is uh marilyn Sargent, who has been in the uh, letterman family the letterman fan family for a very very long time she was part of that uh what was it Dave Con they used to do every year? And I know that she's known Don Giller for years and years. So she's she's a name that the fans would know and uh, a good guest for you. This is this is the first episode we actually talk about uh AFL. So we're up this is episode 43, 42 or 43 that's coming out this week, and it's the very first time we actually mention AFL and and all of that stuff and uh and some Dave Con stuff. And then yeah, it's just a, AFL it's a for great anybody who doesn't know was Alt Fan Letterman. That's how old we are from the AOL chat room days for the Alt dot oh, fan yeah. dot letterman yeah. mom i'm on aol yeah welcome <laughs> you've got mail <laughs> you, can't, you can't talk on the phone <laughs> <laughs> see you get it all right um that's what's going on we love everybody i love you we love you mister thanks for coming Thank in woody you. sorry victor couldn't make it but this was a blast Great hanging out with you. Yes. Is this we'll, we'll FD Fire too. Department or is it FD something else? Formula Drift. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. I know. Everyone says that. Fire Department. No, it's Formula Drift. <laughs> well, it seems to be like the, the font and logo styling of like life up there. And I just, mm-hmm. <laughs> I see it in both places. Uh, we love you. We love you up there in Canada too, buddy. You have Christmas, right? You guys celebrate that. <laughs> uh, we do. We have Christmas, and we even have the uh, the day after. We've got a two, uh, a one-two punch: Christmas and then Boxing Day. Boxing oh, so day. you do We've Boxing got... Day too? We do. Yeah. See, now I so think of you guys a... as being more French than British, and I think of Boxing Day being a British thing. Am I wrong about that? I think so. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Brits and <laughs> the French split us up pretty so. good. 
Uh, all right. Well, enjoy both. We'll see you on Thursday, though, right? You'll be here. Oh, I cannot wait. I can't right, wait to so, hit. Sean, Finally, I get to hang out with Sean. I was just about to say Sean Bishop, so get your top 10 questions ready. All right. All right. We love everybody. Let's get the hell out of here. Have a great night. See you soon. Thank you. Episode kids.